0: Welcome back to the 10 or 09 podcast. We got the Slate Show Boys here. Jacob is off doing Jacob things tonight. Um, we got a regional preview for us. Yes, Clemson is hosting. Um, told me that at the beginning of the season. I would have called you crazy. We're actually a number four seed overall. So, more than likely, if we advance through, we'll, we're going to be hosting a super regional. Um, I think we'll talk about it later, but paired up with Auburn in that. We got the NBA Finals set finally. Took forever for that game starting tomorrow night. Uh, NHL finals are set as well. We've got some in NFL news. M- MLB is, as we mentioned, dog days of summer. Braves and Angels are uh, useless right now. Um, <laughs> softball, unfortunately, got booted from the tournament. And we got some news to talk about with that, at least. But other than that, we, got a, we could have a pretty packed episode for y'all tonight. So...
1: Yeah, little bits and pieces here and there, but it collectively will add up to about an hour of entertainment. Um, We might as well start with the past. Um, Clemson softball had a great season, not a great end to the season, and then some elderly people got in a Hilton Honors conference room and decided to just pull a regional list out of their ass uh, and put us 16th in national seating behind several teams we beat head-to-head given a little earlier in the season, uh, teams we competed with pretty hard as well, resume-wise. And as the 16th overall seed, we ended up with the number one overall seed, a team in Norman, Oklahoma, known as the Sooners, that had won 40 some odd games in a row. Their current Uh, active winning streak is 48, which is a NCAA record for softball. So, yes. so literally the hottest team ever. So if you think Clemson baseball is hot, multiply that by like three and you're there. Um, so it's it's tough. I We, we kind of set it selection eve or as soon as that came out, we kind of looked ahead a bit as fans tend to do um, and realized what was waiting for us. Should we advance past the Clemson regional, which that being a thing in softball is awesome. Uh, in just year, I think five of the program as a whole. So um, yep.
0: It's tough to people. really,
1: like, realize how far we've come as a program, especially when things like this happen. We've run into Alabama and Oklahoma and just complete juggernaut did, seasons two of the past we have three Oklahoma years. Oklahoma
0: State last year, too?
1: Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. A yeah. really talented team that we played down to the end with. Um, we were a strike away from ending this Oklahoma win streak. Yeah. It's just uh,
0: Kegel wagon. brought
1: in. Yeah, yeah, Kegel was brought in in the Mad Bum role, and I don't know that, like, white like that it's easy I mean,
0: to armchair that but they also they jumped on her the first game too yes that's yeah um and i mean they took them to the brink because when you got a team like that with a 47 game winning streak slamming bats on walks that and was loop singles I that's when you that. know you have them on the brink of oh we're about to lose and if we play this next game we could lose again
1: um yeah i mean it was a packed house yeah. Obviously, they were hosting uh, the Super Regional. Yeah, I think
0: they had, like, a watch party right outside the stadium.
1: Right. I mean, that's they, a big – that program has a lot of local support, uh, yeah. as Clemson does as well. I think it would have and been the, a similar environment, in Clemson had Oklahoma come to us for whatever reason. And um,
0: the national championship is in Tulsa, so it's, like, in the same state. So it's going to have a – like you said, it's right. a big product out there.
1: Yeah, Oklahoma City is uh, the Omaha of softball. That's where the final Elite Eight will go um, if my – postseason math is right but I yeah yeah, it's I think not to hit on Giannis again I don't know that the season should be called a failure
0: (laughs) when you when you mentioned didn't finish I was like that's the first thing that came in my head
1: (laughs) yeah I I think it's important to realize as disappointing as the end of the season was and you know the, the trajectory that landed us right or wrong in Norman um again you know down to the last strike Cagle came in trying to be the hero I don't I would have liked to see more trust in the pitching staff as good as they were statistically. Obviously we're not playing Oklahoma week in week out and we did struggle against elite teams in the regular season. But a lot of that was the bats dying, which we saw in game one,
0: a lot of, a lot of runners tier. left in scoring
1: position too. We stranded runners every inning. It was extremely frustrating to watch knowing that we put the ball in play enough to beat them. We just couldn't bring the runs home. Uh, the second game was it seven, four in the seventh mm-hmm. and then the, uh, two-out, two-strike home run by the nine-hole hitter. Yeah. Um, Snuck out. And um, at that point, you just kind of knew what was coming. The game actually went nine innings. Um, Clemson answering initially the bell as far as scoring and extras goes. But um, it's, yeah, it's tough. It sucks. Um, Cagle, thank goodness, doesn't appear to be going anywhere except for up in a statue. Uh, She was actually named by USA Softball as the player of the year, meaning she was the best player in the country. A little secret we all knew, but, you know, nationally, I mean, the finalists, I think there was two or three from UCLA and two or three from Oklahoma. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's easy to see where the talent is, and I think we played UCLA pretty close in a neutral field matchup many, many games ago. Yeah. Uh, but and UCLA think, actually didn't make it out of their own
0: regional. So Yeah, and K, Keg- um, I mean Cagle was the clear-cut winner. I mean, she was in top, right. I think she was top 15 in, like, every category possible for a player and right. then she led the acc in just about every hitting category she set a record for most home runs in the season most hits yeah. <laughs> and, like it is it obviously a player of the year caliber season
1: right um, even in a program that may not be there as a whole overall yet
0: yeah uh, and it's like we mentioned fourth or fifth year and we already have a player of the year and we've been to two supers hosted right. two or three regionals right so I mean, we just don't have any championships. (laughs) That's the thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, Um, just quickly, Clemson softball tweeted us earlier, thankfully aggregating all these accomplishments for Kegel individually. We mentioned USA softball player of the year, unanimous NFCA first team All-American, the gold glove I mentioned, Rawlings, the sponsor behind that, D1 softball first team All-American, ACC player of the year. That's more the duck category. Same as all ACC first team. ACC all-tournament team, even though they fell short uh, and lost to Duke early-ish in that. Which you know may have dinged us nationally as far as seating goes, but I don't know that one game should outweigh the 50 wins. But uh, program records in hits with 83 and home runs, like you mentioned, with 19, and they ended it with and more because they probably ran out of characters. Uh, so obviously, you know, it's if we ever build a statue and take it seriously, putting a name on the bottom of it, I, I think it should be hers and it should be outside that stadium. Um, maybe as a hitter and a pitcher, honestly, just because of how good she is and it's it's, it's exciting to you know like i've already said just a little bit ago uh you know the program as itself doesn't have a whole lot of respect yet because it's so young even with how talented and but accomplished then, it is in a short but then time again
0: i think they do on I some on some sort of levels i know they like yeah. committee wise that they don't but like that's outside of the committee notice. i think like d1 softball perfect game like all these people that f- follow softball they see what Clemson's doing and they see what they've done since the inception of this team. And it may be
1: looking at Kegel and then discovering how much other talent we have. Um, yeah, Millie exactly. Thompson, among others, especially in the pitching side, that's come a long way because a couple of seasons ago, when they first started playing the postseason, it was like, please do not let Kegel give the ball on the mound. We just, we have to. And now yeah. that we've had a couple of years to recruit and kind of build and develop. Um,
0: and I think with like how great of a start that we've got, our, like it's probably going to be a
1: powerhouse. Me. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think there's a really, really good chance. Um, yeah, there are some powerhouses in the ACC already, uh, Virginia Tech, Florida State, uh, at least currently. So I think that there is real staying power with, like you mentioned, the recruiting momentum and things that we will benefit from long term, uh, even c- coming up short in the national picture. Um, I, you know, I don't think Oklahoma City was out of the question this year, even with this ridiculous path. I mean, the number yep. two overall seed. Didn't make it out of their own regional. So, you know, we there is We get any some other chaos, seed,
0: we're more than likely Oh, i Supers. told
1: everybody, yeah. I think every <laughs> conversation I had about this team was if we are 2 through 15 anywhere else, we are uh, in a very, very good spot and obviously still uh, playing games. So um, I think that part of it sucks. It's disappointing. Um, but, you know, got kind of whooped up on the first game, came back strong in the second game. You know, a strike away from winning it, battled it a couple extra innings and just fell up short in a uh, very hostile territory as they were doing walk dances, as you mentioned, which uh, fine, I find, I guess, you know, they want the a game so they can do whatever they want, but uh, the internet is forever. So if they trip up before, you know, Oklahoma city or their ultimate goal of championship that may
0: come back to bite them. But yeah. Um, speaking of championships and on the other diamond at Clemson, since we last talked to you, Your Clemson Tigers are the ACC champions champions for this year. Uh, It's the club's 16th uh, ACC championship, obviously the most in the ACC, just like football. First since 2016, when first-year coach Monty Lee won it. Um, Jack Leggett won in his first year, the ACC tournament. Uh, Bill Wilhelm won the ACC in his first year. So it seems like it's a tradition that when a Clemson coach is in their first year of coaching, they win the ACC. Hopefully we don't have to deal with this for a while because I think I Backage <laughs> I have Hunch Backage is here to stay after what he has done, yeah. and after the just offensive dominance that this team put on in the ACC Championship, propelled them to host in a regional as we mentioned earlier, fourth seed overall. So, yeah, I this baseball team is just it's crazy what they've gone through. Watching the Miami game, we got off to a hot start and then their pitching just kind of shut us down, and then
1: right, we're down five spark. two at one mark.
0: Yeah, it was an absolute spark. And then Billy Amick almost went yard again. Um, Riley Bertram hit his first career hom- – first homer for Clemson in a pivotal spot, giving us a lead. Uh, Will Taylor hit a homer. So the the offense has been there probably like 90% of the season.
1: Very dependable, And it just took yeah.
0: pitching to get there. And whatever they did after that Wake Forest series to figure out pitching – it's just been on absolute tear. So it's going to be a fun time to watch this team in the regionals this upcoming weekend. Yeah. I mean, the tide
1: turned in the wake Forest series. We lost two of those games by a run each and let alone by like three or four runs. I think the run differential was six or seven across three games against uh, the best pitching staff in the country. They don't have enough slots to put people to pitch. Yeah. They're like five deep, um, at starter, which is absurd. Uh, they leave every category you think of nationally in pitching. I was watching them play Miami. Um, Again, yeah. they dropped. Otherwise, we'd have had a jugger, You know,
0: and that was that was, it was terrible conditions too. But Miami's also right. a good team as well.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think that you know when you get in these conference tournaments, you know you see a lot of these teams, um, especially in the pool play, which.
0: I, and y'all called me crazy for asking if Wake, <laughs> if someone else but Wake was going to win the tournament.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, that's I, that's one thing oh, I'm no, very happy
0: on. More now. on Jacob. More on Jacob. But. He was a little
1: more visceral in his reaction. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you know, had we matched up against Wake Forest, I feel like that's a win before we even start that game. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're going toe-to-toe with the number one overall seed in the tournament uh, for a chance at a conference crown, that's a win in my book. Um, but the U uh, handled that for us, and we were able to get past them. Um the best part of that Miami game was honestly the Miami fan tipping back in the home run. Yeah. Acting like no one saw him. And thankfully they almost
0: didn't review it. I was a little surprised at
1: how it took them a little bit.
0: I think the, backage like, came out, asked him about it, went back in and they're like, Oh, you're not reviewing it. And then walked out like a one, one count. I was like, what are we yeah. doing? Like clearly that hit the guy's hand. Um, and I think so the Miami coach got mad about it too. But then it's like, I think he realized it was a Miami fan. Yeah. And they've always kind of used that
1: replay in that manner, a little bit of leeway as far as the timing out, just because it's not like the NBA where you stop everything when as soon as a player asks for a review. Um, and, you know, the run was inconsequential, but you want credit for the dingers you do hit. So insurance, insurance run. Right. Cause I mean, we've had some interesting ends of games. Who was it we had fly balls in the twilight going everywhere? North Carolina?
0: That or Virginia Tech was also one of those games that. I think it was North Carolina. Uh, yeah, Virginia Tech bottom, had a fishy ending when we were up oh, there. Oh, the interference! Yeah. Yeah, so it's just one of those things. You never know. You want all the runs you
1: get. Oh, it's yeah. Baseball can happen to you. Uh, you know, bottom nine, top nine doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, to your point, runs helping. We were like eleven to five at that point, so uh, really yeah. starting to pull away in the late stages. But it was uh, it was more than enough. And I mean, just unpacking like the trajectory of this team within the season with the start in the conference to even, I mean, there was whispers that we might not make the conference tournament.
0: Um, Uh, Not whispers. It was looking like
1: (laughs) the math was there. (laughs) It was, it was, it was bad. Uh, They turned it around quickly. Uh, Hadn't lost a series since the wake forest series. They've actually won 16 in a row, including the perfect run in Durham. Um, So, I, I mean, to be in the tournament and then to host and then to be a national seed and then to be in the top half of that, uh, bracket, I, I think, is just incredible. Uh, like you said, Backage is going nowhere, I hope. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> I would rather not test the ACC championship in the first year theory until you know 2050-something, if we can help it. But
0: There were two um, hires in the ACC to bring back Blue Buds. Florida State went after Notre Dame's coach, hired him, yep. and we got Backage. And Florida State missed the NCAA tournament for the first time in like 40 years 45 yeah. yeah breaking the longest active, active streak obviously right so that goes to show you anything of what backage has done
1: yeah uh, i mean it's been it's been a turnaround um yeah i think there's um, there's real staying power too especially the yeah. young pitching that we got figured
0: out very um, young pitching austin gordon's off garden. i think he's a redshirt freshman right there's um, a lot of youth there but you wouldn't know it watching obviously him. your AC, your freshman of the year Cam Canarello, Absolutely. There's no words to describe him. Hit a bomb in that championship game. (laughs) Um, Your second team all-ACC utility player, Caden Grice, was the tournament MVP, of course. He had a couple bombs, absolutely dealt for the second game, or the North Carolina. He started against North Carolina. Moving on from the ACC championship, we got the regional uh, matchups, which I'm pretty sure the whole podcast will be in attendance for, I think we'll all be there Sunday. Uh, yeah. Me and Grayson got tickets. Uh, my dad's coming up with me. Jacob got weekend tickets, of course. So we we might have a little meetup. You know, we maybe could do a little <laughs> live. We'll go a little live on Twitter or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure something, something out. Yeah. But um, in the Clemson Regional, we are facing Lips- Lipscomb as a four seed. Uh, second seed is Tennessee. And then third is UNC Charlotte, who we already beat this year, but they won their conference. Lips is hot tennessee is always dangerous so it's one of those tough regionals that honestly i could see one through three getting out of it if one of the higher seeds slip up i could see unc charlotte stealing something but
1: right
0: you just never know with what you see hopefully we get over that hump of hosting a regional and getting a tough second seed but um oh i think away from home tennessee is not that great so it's bad
1: yeah they are the warriors of uh road teams as far as cause baseball goes. I forget the record off the top of my head, but it is firmly below 500 away from Knoxville. Um, you know, I expect them to travel decently well. Oh, yeah, they it's will. Not that long of a drive. It's already, um, already
0: standard room only.
1: Right. Um, whatever that allotment looks like, I don't think it's going to last long as far as availability goes. But, I, I mean, I'd love to be Coastal Carolina right now. I'll tell you that. Just looking at who we ended up with, uh, mm-hmm. South Carolina – is a host for reasons somehow reasons beyond my
0: Them grasp. and there's a team um, that they have in their region that bad. should be hosting
1: yeah right campbell uh got screwed out of it just because small school syndrome and um uh, you know the they're not going to host of the NCAA on campus.
0: being an auburn alum
1: yeah kentucky's hosting teams in dorm rooms but apparently campbell's location would not uh, suffice so um I would hate to be a Carolina fan right now because NC State's uh, that's a live three-seed, I think, as well. Um, Played in a really three loaded,
0: seed. Yeah, very, a loaded cap- ca- very capable one-seed who, hot take. Maybe not a hot take. I got Campbell coming out of that regional.
1: I think it's I a know- very, that's a very, like, if it was, this was a March Madness bracket, that's, like, the sexy 512 yeah. upset, I think.
0: I mean, um, do you want to you wanna go through and just give your initial, like, I know it's not nothing crazy, but, like, who would come out of each regional?
1: Yeah, sure. I I will go ahead and hand out my knowledge outside of Clemson and college baseball uh, pales in comparison to the national picture. Um, But, you know, I mean, Wake Forest is coming out of the region. Yeah, yeah, we both
0: got Wake Forest. Maryland's good. They won their conference um, regular season and postseason.
1: And Uh, Alabama may end up betting on themselves to not come out of the regional. So you have
0: to. Yeah. So we both got Wake Forest. I'm going with Florida. I don't trust uh. Like that. Uh, What what are you looking on?
1: I've got are the you, uh I've got it up from Twitter on here. Uh, I'll just pull up CBS. Oh, is it? That's fine. Are I'm, you I'm in like, right across? Yeah yeah. Okay. I got you. Go the number
0: two overall is Florida. I got Florida coming out of that. They got too many. They're gonna they're gonna have a ton of MLB products.
1: Yeah, I did see a tweet. Uh, Florida A and believe in the Tallahassee area. Yeah. Uh, first appearance in a while winning their conference that's a good story
0: the um, rattlers i think they're some sort of snake sounds right that sounds right yeah um the third overall seed is arkansas uh they got it's arkansas santa clara tcu and arizona tcu's TCU, good i'm telling you they their a,
1: conference yeah
0: i can see that one i i just the Omaha Hogs and yeah i i, I got arkansas I
1: think that's fair.
0: All uh, right, so there we, will be
1: some madness, but yeah, I, it's really tough to see these any honestly any
0: of these national seeds. Uh, not the top, fan. yeah. Um, we'll skip the Clemson regional because obviously we want Clemson to come out. We know what Orange is coming out of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, LSU is the fifth seed. I, yeah. They got Tulane, who great On story. Yes. 19 and 40 won their conference oh, cool. tournament. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think it's the worst record to get into an NCAA tournament.
1: It so. is, yeah. They lost two-thirds of the regular season games, got hot the right weekend,
0: and uh, here they are. But they've always been a good team. They've had good teams in the past. Right. So. Excellent uniforms. Uh, actually been on their field uh, when Clemson. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we went on there. Got two-lane baseball right here somewhere. Yeah. Um, sixth seed is Vandy. Thank God we don't have them in our regional ACC champs. Yeah. Uh, they're, I mean, they got Oregon they got the ducks. I mean, PAC 12 baseball does not compare to anything in the SEC, ACC, ACC big 12. Well, Stanford. and then Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, uh, so I got Vandy. The Virginia regional is interesting because they got Virginia. Army is, it's a academy, but they got East Carolina. That's going to give them that's, some bits. Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, Uh, you hate to pick against <laughs> you. I know, I, but at some point I got to pick someone that's not going to come out of the regional. They can't that, might to it. Come, that might come in the next one. I'm going to go Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in the Stanford regional, the eight seed is Stanford, San Jose state, Texas A&M and Cal state Fullerton. Cal state Fullerton is just one of those teams. That's a baseball school. And I've, you know, and i them for years. That lineage is there. Yeah. Give me Texas A&M coming out of this one. Mm. just something completely different. Give me them going out West and beating the Cardinals.
1: Right. I think this is the only regional West of Texas. So, yep, I mean, yep. This is
0: <laughs> yep. exactly.
1: Stanford is on a very large West coast Island. As far as regional hosts go, uh, and they've had a hell of a season. Uh, it's very deserved, but like, you know, we kind of alluded to it with Oregon I, after the Cardinal. I, I mean, there's a significant gap as far as, yeah,
0: it's the viability like the ability
1: of these West Coast programs.
0: You used to be like you had your USCs, was a, was a powerhouse. UCLA made it to national championships a couple of years in a row. Or, or somebody, yeah. Long Beach, Poly, Long Beach State, State. The, yep. the uh, dirt bags. Great name, by the way. Great yep. jerseys, too. So, so there's so much It's, some not, West Coast always, teams it's up, not always yeah.
1: like this. It's it's honestly odd to really be thinking about the West Coast is potentially one deep uh, in the Supers, but I mean, so, you know, it's madness.
0: Um, The ninth seed is in Coral Gables, uh, Miami Hurricanes, who Clemson, as we mentioned, just beat in the ACC championship. They got Miami, Maine, Texas, and Louisiana. Jacobson in a meme the other day of the Spider-Man with the (laughs) Miami logo and the Maine logo being the same thing, which is kind of funny, but it's close. uh, Texas obviously does not have the Hispanic Titanic. Ivan Melendez this year, so I'm going with the Hurricanes in this one.
1: That's fair. We're going to largely... AMR bias towards ATC, um, yeah.
0: and now is when things get a little <laughs> get a <laughs> We're little down interesting. In these,
1: these seeds one through sixteen, where you start to really think about upsets.
0: A bunch um, of plug and plays going on. Um, right. Tenth seed is Conway, Conway Regional, which is Coastal Carolina. Right. Uh, Duke is in that regional. UNC Wilmington, who is pretty good, almost the same record as right. Duke. Um, That'll be a really
1: good two-three game
0: we swept the coastal season with us. Um, right. A little home and home. I think they're playing, they're not playing the best of ball right now. Uh, give me, give me Duke. I'm going to go Duke in this regional.
1: <laughs> yeah. Got did I read your mind. 10 ACC teams in the super regionals.
0: <laughs> yeah. We got all these SEC <laughs> teams talking about, Oh, we got this many hosts. Let's see what you got in supers.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I mean, if this plays anywhere close to where we've got it, I, we're going to see a lot of that. Um, so I, yeah, I could absolutely see Duke.
0: Who do you got? You going to Duke or
1: I got to have one crazy one. Give me, uh,
0: give me UNC yeah, Wilmington. UNC, I was about to say I could see that. I, I, was, I, was, I was between Duke and UNC Wilmington. That's one of those Um Eleventh seed is Oklahoma State out in Stillwater. Uh, they're playing Oral Roberts. Uh, March Madness Legends. My <laughs> Dallas Baptist Patriots in oh, Washington, God. and out of this regional, I got the Dallas Baptist Patriots. Give me DBU for dropping bombs. You. Um,
1: I'll relive I'm, the magic with you.
0: I'm strictly a DBU fan because I went to their game against West or Virginia last year in this, the uh, South Carolina, or it was like two years ago now. Anyway, yeah. I went to their matchup, at, and they're playing at South Carolina somehow. Um, it's a super, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they hooked him up with tickets and got me a shirt. So, right. give me Dallas Baptist, twelfth um, <laughs> seed. You got regional in Kentucky. Shout out to my aunt. I'm going with Kentucky, getting
1: out of there. Uh, good luck getting to that game, honestly. Yeah, uh, uh, they're having to put teams up in dorms. Garbage.
0: They got so bad. Yeah. Well, they got a country music palooza thing, high school and state, like high school state softball and baseball championships. So. It's a nightmare, but I got Kentucky coming out of that. Give me West Virginia
1: just because they screwed over Campbell for yeah. hosting reasons, and then they gave Kentucky a dorm room regional. So, yeah, uh, give me we'll uh, rattle, West Virginia.
0: Rattled the rest of these off. Uh, Auburn regional, I got Auburn.
1: Yeah, that's uh, right. Even though that quickly, their current AD is the chair of the committee that put this together, and the fact they're hosting is complete bullshit. Uh, they ran through RPI in step completely until they got to campbell and booted them out for auburn who's like 19th in rpi uh so if you're gonna use a metric use it uh there's a lot of arguments to be had about the viability of rpi as far as should we use it should we not use it is it flawed i think it's flawed to a degree but for right now we have it and it's the best we've got uh, but then you get in a Hilton Honors conference room, and you just throw all that shit out, and you're like, hey, what does your school need? What does your school need? Uh, case in point, we'll mention them in a second, Indiana State.
0: They're a good ball team. They I realize I they were.
1: Are they like, a top 16 team in this country?
0: I'm 99% positive they were in the top RPI.
1: Oh, they were. No, they were. Um, but, if, but if you're throwing a I mean,
0: The people they've played, as I, I did not know Indiana was. There's also a was,
1: representative from Indiana State in the room. Well, yeah. I, they say they leave the room. I don't believe that. Um,
0: I didn't. So. I did not know Indiana State was a college uh, before about two or three weeks ago. So, <laughs> um, so with that being said, give me uh, North Carolina coming out of that regional. Uh, <laughs> I got to get I'll a three
1: seed in there. Iowa, because I don't think every ACC team can advance. And I just again, for for Campbell's sake, I don't want good things to happen to Auburn or Indiana State. So. Um, give me the Hawkeyes to score offensively in some sport. Uh,
0: speaking of Campbell, the Carolina regional mere few miles from me. <laughs> South Carolina somehow hosted after a abysmal end of the season. But Which, I'm going with South Campbell. We'll
1: get you um, screwed yeah. as it did Uh Yeah, two words. Roll humps. Uh, yeah. We might start tweeting at South Carolina players once they get bounced.
0: Hump uh, day.
1: Yes, uh, incredible commercial electric baseball team, and uh, they are going to get out of that regional, and I think they win the regional, so yeah. yeah.
0: Um, And then the last one is Alabama regional somehow. Yeah. I, give me Boston College come out of that. Alabama's going to gamble too high on this, and Boston College is going to come in there and play.
1: Yeah, I don't know what angle of run-shaving or game-throwing will be taking place uh so you know when in doubt i'll take the acc squad that hasn't had the greatest end to the season um but i think that you know as quickly as you lose it you can find that we kind of saw with clemson and they just sustained it at such a level uh the propelled then where they are right now so uh you know that might be literally every acc team advancing between the two of us uh but you know screw it we're at least admitting uh that we're very very biased and obviously we see a lot more of these these acc teams than a lot of these other teams um so you know I would love to see a three or four seed three or four times uh, get to a super. I'm sure it, it will happen. I don't know statistically how that kind of shakes out historically. Uh, but, you know, it's a collegiate bracket. There's going to be madness, doesn't matter what sport or what uh, format. So, um, yeah, I'll take uh, – I will take the Eagles to uh, represent the ACC well and uh, really set up just an absolute war between – ACC and SEC, which we mentioned off the top. If Clemson does advance, uh, it would, if things go chalk-esque, we would face the Tigers of Auburn up next.
0: So that is our very impromptu picks (laughs) for the regionals. Um, We'll see how those end up. Um, We'll get you some content maybe, like we mentioned, when we're out there in Clemson this weekend. Uh, I think this will be the first time we're all three together since – before the podcast, when we saw Strider in Columbia, I'm pretty yeah. sure that was the last time.
1: So, there's a football game in there somewhere, but yeah.
0: Oh, yes, yeah, it was the it was still before it was the Carolina Clemson game. Right, right, right. In yeah. Columbia, we briefly saw each other and I <laughs> got for a bit, but yeah, well, good. To, it would be good to see all the boys back together a at one time. A reunion, yeah. And Seth is out in Italy yeah. somehow, so <laughs> different yeah. story. I would too if I had it like that, but yeah um outside of that that is a lot of college softball and baseball talk for you (laughs) um briefly nfl um deandre hopkins former clemson guy speaking of clemson got released by the the falcons by the cardinals um it was kind of inevitable happening there's a lot of talks about just their relationship was not great at all and a lot of that probably comes with his quarterback play but um He's a, he's now a free agent, so we'll see where he ends up. I would like him to be in Carolina. I think it would be a perfect fit. We got a ton of cap space that we could probably sign him with. If we do that, be a perfect target for Bryce Young. Um, but hard i got to miss. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a – is that a short joke? Um, <laughs> I'd say hard to see, but yeah. hard to miss. That's fair. Uh, but also I could see him ending up with, like, the Chiefs or something. Some dumb team like that. I know you don't want that as a Chargers fan, but... Uh, no, I'd rather not see that, ever. Um, I, speculation about
1: where he's at career-wise, health, agility, Bills. speed, all that stuff. Uh, it's being reported at the moment it's kind of a two-horse race, the Bills and Chiefs. Um, you and know, two best teams in the AFC. Right. Uh, those two teams are a win-now kind of situation, so the money's not as plentiful. So you may see a deviation away from those two towards teams like Carolina. Uh, the Chargers being floated because of some viral clip about him being asked what quarterbacks he'd like to play with. Uh, he mentioned Herbert in <laughs> passing at the very, very end.
0: That would be scary to have him and Mike Williams on the same team. Right,
1: at, that would be. At 50%
0: uh, because one of them is going to be hurt at some point.
1: Right, we would have either, you know, we would have one elite jump ball receiver per game. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Hopefully. Uh, but I, I don't know. Our cap situation is terrible, so I don't think that's going to happen. As much as I would love for it to happen, uh, as long as you don't go to the damn Chiefs, I don't care. Um, it
0: just—it just seems like a Chiefs move.
1: I'm sure I, they rebuilt the whole line; they're all elite guys all of a sudden. So uh, it would not shock me at all if they go from, you know, Kadarius Tony as wide receiver one to, you know, one of the top
0: five receivers when healthy yeah. and with a quarterback that is worth a damn. So yeah, um. um... Quick on cap space, the Panthers have twenty-seven point three million dollars in salary cap space. Yeah, this that will is be enough. Third highest amount in the league. So that, that uh, we also a- still got to play. We got to pay a bunch of those guys we drafted a few years ago on defense, like Brian Burns right. and stuff like that. But when you're flyer on DeAndre, yeah,
1: I, you never That'd know. a really deal he gets to show off the physicality and what he still has left to give the league. Um, just it's kind of an awkward situation because. At his best, he is absolutely incredible. But we've seen some just garbage play from his quarterback. He was with a terrible organization in the Cardinals as well. Uh, you know, we all remember yeah. the Hail Mary, but aside from that, not a lot of highlights. I would say there was a suspension in there as well. So not all.
0: He's, he's just one of he's not a like a highlight kind of receiver. He's he's going to be a guy who's not going to drop a ball. Like right, I think he had a dirty work. He had, a, work, he had work. a long streak of non- not yeah. dropping a ball,
1: right? Um, One and of the best I, hard knocks yeah. clips of all time, as well. So
0: yeah, on D'Angelo um, Hall. Yes, but it also it came at a weird time too. Like I don't know why it feels weird to me, but like it's kind of the, yeah, middle it's of the a slow, it's a
1: slow part of the calendar. I think the it was made quickly apparent that the trade compensation was not up to par with whatever. Idiots run the Cardinals were uh, anticipating. So they just kind of cut bait. They're going to eat the entire dead cap hit as well. So, I, uh, congrats, I guess. Um, I, you know, he's free. That's what matters. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray, also short in stature and in talent and effective quarterback play. So, uh, book's still out on Bryce Young. But um, yeah, I think he'd be much better off anywhere else than Arizona. Um, so, if nothing else, we have a better chance to see him at his best now that he's outside of there. So, um, and I mean, you know, speaking of these big Clemson receivers, Justin Ross, a uh, little viral clip today of OTAs, him catching some passes. Uh, Mahomes was very complimentary last year, even though he missed the season with an injury. Um, so, you know, as if my nightmares of nuke weren't bad enough, I now have a guy that I have to cheer for, Justin Ross, just because of how great he was, especially when we had the opportunity to work with him. Um,
0: getting healthy and making an instant impact on that team. Uh, like, he's He's just one of those freak athletes. We saw that in like, yeah, I think the first scrimmage in Death Valley, he made a nice one-handed catch, and right. we always saw saw what he did, his freshman campaign. and yes, like you meant, like even his Clemson career was riddled with injuries. but right absolutely. Get him on the field healthy. He's gonna make plays. and looking at some of these hot like some of these clips and all, yeah, it's Kansas City's going to have another weapon. Which absolutely. is scary.
1: And there's a lot of targets to go around in that offense right now. Um, still by committee largely with Tyree kill out of the picture. Um, you know, they have a fine wide receiver room, uh, but when you have the best quarterback in the country, anybody can be a weapon. And I think Justin Ross will absolutely be that uh, provided he can, God willing, stay healthy this year. So, um, you know, look for him and Travis Kelsey to combine for six TDs That's against fair. the chargers and uh, probably terrorize everybody else as well. So, yeah, I'll bet they over in that game. Just let me know when it is. Chiefs team total, take it. I don't care if it's 39 and a half. Just, just take it.
0: To, other than that, like, not an insane amount going on in NFL. Um, It's, it's just a dead period for it right now. It's, it's dead late Dead period for football, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not much going on in college. I think SEC is having their spring meetings and some weird conversations coming out of that. The playoff schedule just got released. Uh, the two playoff games are going to be played on New Year's Day, which a is a Monday, yeah. which is oh. interesting. But I guess I think NFL's got a bunch of games at New Year's Eve week or New Year's weekend or playoff games, aren't New they? New Year's
1: Eve, because that's when the Panthers go to the Jaguars this year.
0: Yeah. And so. Any other weekend we could probably make work, but right. uh, that's going to be a tough one.
1: <laughs> that's tough to swing. Uh, but um, I mean. Yeah, I think it's – you talk about SEC media days. I think Eli Drinkowitz was the one who said that uh, some players, not at Mizzou because there's no one worth paying this much money, uh, but are getting paid more than his friend, family member, is a pediatrician who saves lives. Um, He makes $6 million a year to lead an average-at-best football team uh, at a program that has really not made significant strides since he's been there, so – I don't know that weighing the cost effectiveness of college football is great when you are one of the biggest beneficiaries in the world of your profession being overpaid. So that's, that's tough.
0: I did see this the other day, the ACC teams, at least with college football, um, they're going to pay their teams that make the playoffs more. I forgot what it was and what the wording was, but they got, they made a deal with, um, those teams that make the college football playoff, uh, which is
1: uh, going to be Clemson every year. Yeah, and Florida State, if things hold trajectory-wise there. I, that, to me, is just a white flag. Like, the ACC is dead. They're trying to – We yeah. don't want to take it out back yet just because everybody's got to grab their you know, exit package or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but the ACC will not survive, I don't think, another half decade, uh, if that. So I, I don't know.
0: What They're this just does, in except for contract, right now.
1: Yeah, I, I, don't know. I, it's, the conference does not have the same legs that the SEC and the Big Ten do, and I think ultimately, especially geographically, we're just going to see two mega conferences, and the ACC does not really have a serious chance yeah. to become one of those. Now that's a better chance than the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve. Um, hell, we already consider the Pac Twelve like it's big, you know, four and a half. But I, I think that. Yeah, it's not going to solve anything. It'll kick it down the road, let some guys resign with some big bonuses and let other people deal with it. But I think as far as the conference health as a whole, it is not a very encouraging sign um, because then why does Boston College try in football? Yeah. Why does Um, Syracuse without their running back who has a great Twitter that I can't remember his name? Sean Tucker. Yes. why, Why does Syracuse give a shit about college football? At their best season in the program history
0: is like nine and three. Here's I, – I just looked it up. Uh, beginning in the fall of 2024, schools – 2024, that's next year. Uh, schools qualifying for revenue generating postseason competitions like college football playoff, bowl games, and March Madness will receive more of the ACC's postseason payouts. I don't know how they're going to divvy that up if like six or seven teams or something like that make bowl games. Uh, now, with the 12 team playoffs, it's like two of us make the playoffs. And then obviously half the conference or more than half the conference could somehow make March Madness. So that's just here's That IA's. to me
1: is going to lead schools to load up on their top two programs and say, to hell with the rest of you. You already lose money doing it anyway. Yeah. And now we're not going to recoup anything. The, we're going to make less because we're not competitive. So
0: it's going to lead to like whatever they call themselves. I forgot, like, the the elite Eight or something like that. Uh, Yeah. Um, That's just going to lead them to piecing out quicker.
1: Investing in programs that have either not or have been successful in the past in a downturn is really going to be impacted by that because you're making less money for being bad, and the gap between a very down program and the postseason is a lot bigger than you'd think, especially in bigger conferences where you're playing very, very good teams more often than not uh are at the very least better than you are uh so i like are we gonna pour money into clemson basketball why the hell would we
0: on out obviously
1: they're the only program that has not seriously i guess women's basketball too but uh, they've, women's
0: basketball is doing better than men's basketball
1: right that in trajectory is pointing a different way yeah man butler's done a hell of a yeah. job
0: and like uh, any other clemson sport you get men's soccer won a national championship well, say, women's yeah. soccer makes the playoffs the freaking women's lacrosse team was ranked this year in their first year. Yes. Our track just That's won the ACC. Saying. Like, yes,
1: the money is going to run out, and it's gonna the dollar is gonna stop at Brad Bernal's office, which I shudder to even say that out loud. But yeah. I, I think that not to get on yeah. a Brad Bernal tangent again, but sneak <laughs> sneaking, he should get fired every episode. Brad Bernal should get fired. Um, so <laughs> I, him. you know. There will be programs within every school that do not do well, and they make even less money than before not doing well. And if they're not football, they're very likely operating in a deficit anyway. So as that deficit widens, why would you divert away from your big-ticket programs, which in the Southeast is primarily football? Um,
0: At the rate a lot of them are going baseball, too.
1: Right. Uh, So at at what point does the, you know, does Bakich and Dabo ask why the hell does basketball get extra how much money if our success is the one funding it i, I mean i don't that's not going to go well in a lot of uh, big wig meetings athletically i don't think uh, yeah. and you can try and spin that however you want to but i think again this is it's postponing the inevitable which is the dissolution of the ACC uh yeah. because it's going to be Fox and the Big 10 and ESPN and the SEC and if you're not one of those two parties, then there is no point in you trying in football. ACC um, Network. Yeah, that's going to be the Longhorn Network in like four years. Yeah. Uh, um, I hope that, you know, guys like, like Eric McLean can get solid footholds in the mega conference. He's going to be
0: fine. <laughs> that's I the one dude XFL that has nothing calls. to worry about. Yeah,
1: I, I think that I could do without Beth Mullins and some more uh, Eric yeah. McLean. But um, yeah, yeah. So that's the death of the ACC segment.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, that's probably a good bit on college sports too. <laughs> yeah, and, there
1: are still pro sports happening. <laughs> yeah,
0: and briefly mentioning uh, Las Vegas and the Florida Panthers are in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's sure. about it. There's an event that will
1: take place four to seven
0: times in the next two weeks. Um, it will be background noise. Um, Maybe. But otherwise, also in South Florida, the Miami Heat <laughs> withstand a surge from the Boston Celtics after going up 3-0. Uh, Boston was looking to become the first team to ever overcome a 3-0 deficit since the Boston Red Sox in baseball. Um, but... We got the finals matchup. It's the Nuggets versus the Heat. Nuggets swept the Lakers, obviously. Um, yep. and we're about to have a Nuggets or a Heat Celtics sweep, and then like a week off from basketball.
1: But um, it would be like more than like two weeks. Uh, yeah. the Finals start tomorrow, June first. Um, you know, Adam Silver is gonna through. Adam Silver. Correct. It might be game day for you already. Um, yeah, you can blame Scott Foster, Tony Brothers, at all if you want to. Uh, the NBA is not going to have 12 to whatever it was days of, you know, final basketball, basketball, especially when the series odds are the highest as far as gap that they've been since the cupcake warriors and the Cavs faced off in 2018. Uh, it's like a minus 1100, something like that. This is more closer to minus four or 500 as far as the series odds. And, uh, Denver obviously being favored the one seed in the West against the eight seed (laughs) in the East. Um, but I, you know, I think Denver takes it in five. I, I think what this heat team has done has been incredible. Um, I had a
0: weird hunch. Like I was looking, I was get, thinking about like,
1: Jimmy fourth yeah. quarter. Um, I love Caleb Martin, what he's done for this team. I don't think a Caleb Martin game is enough to, to beat a team like Denver that is successful and takes games seriously. Not in, night out. Uh, the Celtics had a very, very bad habit of just coming out, playing like shit. Uh, Very weird late season, like Sunday matinee loss to the Rockets that really sticks in my mind because I was actually watching the fourth quarter of that. I had a good friend of mine, a Celtics fan, text me, like, you won't believe what's going on right now with the Celtics. I'm like, what are they, up like eight only? They're like minus 14 on a Sunday, like one against Houston. And they're down like 15 points. Uh, They just sleptwalk through these games for no apparent rhyme or reason. We saw it in the Atlanta series in the first round. We saw it in the Sixers series in the second round. And we damn sure saw it against the Heat, because they lost both games at home to start out with. Um, Able to get a split in Miami, go back to Boston, win game five. Won game six, the fourth team ever to force a game seven up 3-0. Barely won that game, too. They tried very, very hard to lose. Gave up like a minus 12 run in the last three minutes. Uh, Very fortunate to come out of that, Derek White. The shot her around the world for 48 hours when now no one's ever going to remember that. <laughs> yeah. That's just... The Celtics the first of the four to have the Game 7 on their home court, which you wouldn't have been able to tell because they got their ass handed to them by 20 points. Um, yeah,
0: and I texted you the day of, and I was like, I'm on the heat tonight. So I just took a money line. The odds were like plus 290 or something like that, yeah, and it was just... It was... Yeah. I don't know why, but like, I was like...
1: I mean, it's that's eh. fair. I, I thought the eight and a half, nine, whatever it closed, that was a bit rich. I actually didn't touch the game. I saw the eight and a half, yeah. Um, I I thought Boston would win at that point. I was like, can I really justify, you know, taking even a point spread that large if I don't think they're going to win the game? Because in my eyes, if I'm going to take the points, I want to have at least a little belief they're going to win the game. Uh, I didn't go the route you did was just outright, uh, which I'll give you credit for because that was not the the consensus at all. Um,
0: And to be fair, my NBA gambling had... Like, I, we went through some <laughs> road with coasters this year. Yeah. I, the, we had some picks. I think the Nets screwed me over so many games. Right. I was – there's some BS games that mean you were texting late. The
1: Camp and, Thomas, like, Inferno Linsanity
0: yeah. thing. Yeah, and it was – it was when he was going for, like, 40 a game. Literally, yeah. And I was just like – I texted him, like, I'm on heat tonight, so go ahead and bet the Celtics. But for once, yeah. it actually ended up being in my favor, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, this heat team – um, they have stolen game one every single series. They were down like four points with three minutes left in Chicago in the play-in. Uh, so this team I think quite literally fits the mold of should not be here. Um, oh, definitely. But, but, I mean, led by Jimmy all... Butler, Eric
0: Spolstra, the best coach in yeah, the NBA. That's no just... um, Having Jimmy Butler who is obviously he's one of the best players in the NBA. And, he just plays hard to everybody else. I, that's um, just what it is. But and then Eric Spolstra, too. That's one big key for that team. He is obviously one. early on in his career, you have – I mean, you obviously have LeBron. You got Dwayne. You got Chris Bosh. You right. got these guys who's going to lead you to a championship no matter what you do. Right. But what he's done recently, he led them to the finals in COVID year. Yeah. Um, pretty sure they, they made it to what? Almost the, the Eastern Conference Finals last year or the, They
1: played and lost to Boston in Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. They've been yeah. in the Eastern Conference Finals three out of four years now. Um, yeah. Like it's a very quiet. Dynasty is not the right word, uh, but I they are very very competitive in the Eastern Conference yeah. with names like Tatum and Giannis and Embiid. They're a technical team. Dominate headlines, uh, and they just play their asses off. They're like it's like they're get it's like Squid Games. They're getting told if you lose this game, you're all dying, and they play like yeah.
0: it. I think it Jimmy like, Butler is the most selfless superstar.
1: I mean, he got thrown out of a Timberwolves practice for
0: exactly pick up
1: with the threes and they played the ones off the court and he was screaming
0: and in all those interviews i've heard that he didn't really score that much at all he was dishing everything it's yeah
1: um right he took the last guys on that 13-man roster and he whooped the starter's ass for like an hour and a half um and there's plenty more stories like that um just NBA timelines being insane. There is a picture of him going semi-viral, of him at Marquette guarding Joe Missoula at West Virginia. Uh, yeah. that's how close they are in age. was just insane. Um, and, you know, shifting to the Boston side of it briefly, I don't know where you go from here. I, I would love to see Joe Missoula get another chance, but Boston's not in a situation to wait on a guy, even homegrown. Uh, he, was he also kinda-
0: got a chance because the other coach couldn't keep his picker in his pocket.
1: Yeah, Ime Udoka, who actually is going to steal three assistants from Boston if you want to have any idea of the impact he had on that team in a short time. He's going to Houston? Yes, he is the coach of the Houston Rockets. Uh, Was hired a bit ago. It's been a minute. Um, That's
0: just the obvious hire.
1: Yeah, I mean, Udoka, yeah, I, I think Udoka was there. Will Hardy got hired away from this team, I think would have been the first option as the second options go internally. So that was unfortunate. So Missoula really wasn't the first choice of the internal guys, I don't think. Uh, so 34 years old, uh, he's younger than um, Al Horford. I, I mean, it's, you know, teams like the Thunder, who hired Mark Daganall, their G League coach, um, he did an excellent job, was the finalist for coach of the year. That's a team that had time to wait. There is no Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown in Oklahoma City yet. I mean, Shea's the hell of a player, but he's not there yet. Um, Chet there's not time to wait in Boston because of that market, especially with the lineage of that team and their historical accomplishments, which they haven't won a title in, in 15 years. But I, I think that, you know, especially coming off last year with the first year head coach, got them to the finals and, you know, got out coached now played by a more experienced team. But I, if, I mean, they just extended Missoula too. is a great feel good story. He kind of let, he led the sleepwalking through the late stages of the regular season. And they kind of just, they keep playing with their food. Um, in these playoff rounds and it finally caught up to him um so i don't know where they go from here i don't know if jalen brown exists the franchise he made an all-nba team so he's eligible for a 50 million dollar a year at supermax extension is he worth that in my opinion no but is he going to take less in boston i also lean towards no so um i think he's gonna get a massive deal i don't know if it's in boston uh there's some cba factors as well with what's being reported as going to kick in very very soon. Um essentially if you're over 179 and a half in salary, you're going to have a tough time doing anything with your roster and you know him and Tatum combining for 110-120. You got to fill out 10 more guys with, you know, a fraction of your available cost. So uh it's going to be very very tough for big spenders to continue doing that like the Clippers and the Warriors now and if Boston Signs Tatum, and Brown, they're going to be right in that category. If they sign the caliber of players, they're going to keep this run going. So uh, there might be some drastic changes in Boston. I kind of hope not. I enjoy watching Boston. Like Tatum and Brown as a duo are excellent. Um, as many warning bells has kind of gone on quietly throughout the season that Brown may not be there for the long haul. Um, I, you know, they fought like hell to get a game seven at home. They got embarrassed. Um but I, I think that I don't think they blow it up, but I would not put money on Jalen Brown Boston Celtic uh next year at this point.
0: Yeah. There's been too many, like past couple seasons, there's been too many instances where if he it's plays been, better, better they
1: yeah, they win. Been, right? So yeah. many times. It's yeah. So. Um and that's been a frustration I've seen from uh personal friends that are Celtics fans, and it's like, you can get us to Eastern Conference Finals, and then it's just like, we forget how to play basketball, so, um, I, you know, that's just one of those, the worst place to be in the NBA is in the middle, and they're obviously not in the middle, but as far as contenders go, they just have not broken through yet, you can only run it back as constructed so many times, um, so uh, that's a very, very interesting, Destination to watch as we progress towards the offseason. Uh quickly coaching carousel, which exists in the NBA just like everything else. Uh Nick Nurse headed to Philadelphia after being let go by Toronto. He'll be the Sixers' new head coach. Uh the Milwaukee Bucks, who also parted with their coach, and these are teams that were in their I mean postseasons. Um
0: Milwaukee Bucks were number one seed. <laughs>
1: yes. Um they're hiring Adrian Griffin who is an assistant in Toronto, well-respected name in the NBA community. Uh, really excited to see what he does with that Bucks team. Uh, the Toronto Raptors are going the Zag route. They have interviewed Steve Nash and J.J. Redick, who lack meaningful experience in the coaching realm, uh, both excellent players in their own right, but I, I don't know. I've seen one iteration of Nash, who was hired to be the guy that got fired first uh, in his defense, but I, I don't know. The Raptors are maybe the most likely team in the NBA to truly blow it up. Um, You know, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, all these good pieces individually collectively are not enough to win a championship. So um, we'll kind of keep tabs on that as well. Uh, The Pistons are thinking about throwing a massive offer at Monty Williams, who was let go by the Suns. I I love Monty Williams. He was an OKC, uh, stepped away due to family tragedy, ultimately, in the middle of the uh, last Durant season, which actually, I think, played a factor in them not getting a championship like I think they should have. Um, Excellent assistant, was great as a head coach, highest win percentage in the league since he got to Phoenix, uh, was let go after an early playoff exit. Um, New owner just kind of cutting throats everywhere. So um, Him as a piston would be very, very odd. You don't see Detroit as the Place to Atlanta coach of that caliber, uh, but you know money talks. So we'll see. Uh, the Suns are down to Doc Rivers, Frank Vogel, and Kevin Young, who's an assistant within the organization right now, just 41 years old. But um, Bill Simmons is adamant that he's going to get hired. He's been saying it for two weeks. So uh, you know whatever faith you want to put in that, uh, sure. Uh, Doc Rivers and Chris Paul together. Blowing series leads again would just be poetic. Uh, But, uh, you know, Chris Paul might not be a son too much longer because of his contract. So uh, who knows? But, I mean, yeah, that's uh, the NBA coaching Mm -hmm. cycle in, you know, 90 to 120 seconds. But, um, yeah, any surprises there as far as names?
0: Like The names that stick out to me most is obviously Nick Nurse to 76ers. That I like a lot, Um, yeah. And uh, like Doc Rivers, good coach, but hasn't won anything since in Boston. Uh, he's gotten his teams to. Yeah. Yeah, he's gotten his teams to plenty of conference to the finals.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's conference just finals. he cannot. Yeah. Uh, there's been 3 1 leads blown. There's been 3 2 leads blown, as we just witnessed with Philadelphia and Boston. I, you know, it's so much collectively that it can't all be his fault, but there is definitely a liability that lies with him. Um, and I don't know if a team trying to avoid doing exactly what he's famous for is the right place for him. Um, but, I, you know, I've seen stranger he, things.
0: Is he done after this? Who? Doc Rivers.
1: I don't think done. I, I think that, you know, Someone's Mark Jackson. Someone's going to take Jackson's a flyer been, on him? Yeah, just because uh, he's a good coach. Yeah. Uh, but what you win – in May and June, decides what your legacy truly is, and his, to this point, is uh, maybe too harsh, but a choke artist. So, I mean, I, I, you know.
0: I mean, outside of that cham- that championship that, he got. Yeah,
1: 2008 NBA championship. That is um,
0: almost 20 years ago. In five years, some, that is 20 years ago.
1: There's some bad Clippers choke jobs that we've seen Philadelphia be almost there over and over and over again with this year the MVP.
0: I mean, they um, got Kawhi hit that Game seven.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, I vaguely remember. I think we were at Amici's when that happened. That was insane. Uh,
1: en route to their championship in 2019. So yeah. uh, again, Shout out to Nick Nurse. <laughs> Talk about butterfly flag. Exactly. Uh, so it's odd to see these caliber names, all these postseason teams uh, cutting bait coaching wise. Uh, but I think, you know, they might not all swap places. I mean, we're talking about money. Williams to the Pistons. That's just a, a team that is throwing young talent at a wall and praying one or two stick. <laughs> so I, you know, I think Monty Lames deserves an NBA coaching job as does doc rivers. Uh, now, will they land at same equal worst caliber team? I would lean towards the latter. Uh, Cause again, they're getting fired from contending teams in theory. So, um, but you know, I'm interested to see uh, lastly on the NBA, as we've said a couple times before, uh, Bailey and Jacob are casual, non-appointment viewers in the NBA. Uh, it is the playoffs; it tends to be on. There's no football, yeah. so that's kind of.
0: I have it on. I just yeah, I, it's just one of those things. I have it on, but I'm not paying attention half the time.
1: But it, it's an interest, but not a priority. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned
0: I, it, Grayson. Before I will pay attention to the finals more.
1: Right, those are the biggest four to seven games of the year, so that's fair. Uh, so I will be. Jumping on the two pointers podcast with my good friend Trevor. We will actually be recapping each NBA finals game live right after they conclude. So I'm praying for no ten o'clock tip-off times for my own sleep schedule insanity. But um yeah, we'll have links to that and we'll tweet it out on Twitter with live links and uh recaps will be posted on YouTube the next day as well. So uh as You're the finals as the finals gets underway, uh we're gonna ramp up the NBA coverage a bit.
0: Um You're in luck. Game one it starts at eight thirty tomorrow night. So I'll take it. I um, will take it. If they started, God, if they started those games at ten (laughs) o'clock,
1: I was at least at nine, honestly. So
0: at least on the Denver side, then they're dumb. But I mentioned to Grayson in the pre-show that I will, with him doing the two pointers podcast for, little finals recap. I'm going to try and get him some sort of my reaction just to. Get like an outsider, some sort of perspective for these games. Um, right now, I just placed a couple bets on the Nuggets clinching in five games, like we talked about earlier.
1: Did you get that? As, just like plus two fifty-ish. Uh,
0: I got. Pretty high. Yes, it was like plus two hundred, two fifty. So I'll give you my. I'll try and get some sort of outsider perspective for the finals for that podcast.
1: Right, and we have, we might have some blowout games, so we need to fill some time. That would be. Much appreciated. Uh, Yeah, the Heat have come too far, I think, to get swept. I think that's incredibly hard to do in the NBA. Uh, We just witnessed the Nuggets do that to the Lakers, but the Lakers were in every single one of those games, just the lack of execution late and some Jamal Murray uh, fanfare late, ultimately leading to the four up, four down for Denver. Um, But, yeah, I I think that it'll be good. Uh, First time I'll be doing a live reaction show um, to – an event this big before. Um, So looking forward to it, we'll pass along the links necessary to uh, consume that if you would like to. And uh, yeah, super excited for it. And hopefully we get to do five or six of them and not four or five of them uh, just because I think it'll be that fun to break down right after they get wrapped up. So um, that being said, I think that's our whip around of sports this week.
0: That's a, that's a banger for two people.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, We'll have this out on the first of the month, June the 1st. I'll edit this tonight, get it out pretty quick since we are recording on a Wednesday. Um, So, yeah, if you made this long, we appreciate it. Episode 51 as we enter into Uh, the road to 100. 100. Right. Uh, We crossed 800 listeners total uh, with this last week. So if you were one or several of those, then we appreciate it. And uh, we're getting hopefully to a thousand pretty quick here so.
0: 16 per episode
1: roughly yeah i'll take it plus the slate shows in there as well so yeah. i don't know um there's obviously help with football but yeah
0: be on the lookout if clemson does happen to advance to the super Super supers while we're up there you could get a live reaction live recording on probably just a phone recording yeah. from me and grace and maybe get jacob in there so
1: we promise entertainment not sobriety
0: Yes, even though some of <laughs> us have to drive two hours back for work on Monday. That's but, <laughs> um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Uh, anyway, continue.
1: Yeah, so that's what we got. This week, uh, Apple on Spotify, per usual, YouTube still figuring out a way to not turn my laptop into a passenger jet as I upload this with enhanced audio and video quality enough to make it worth your viewing. Uh, so bear with us as we venture through that it's kind of a good time to tinker with things as you know no football obviously and we're entering the very late stages of nba and nhl so it'll be baseball only uh but you know you might throw some shorter form things up on youtube as well some maybe some baseball stuff as the brazen angels get out of their respective ruts um i won't mention the team that lost back-to-back games to the on pace for the worst team ever you know so yeah
0: that's just that's a different story that's another it's another story for another day so
1: both teams have lost twice to Oakland. Some do it in two months. Some do it in two days. It's just all a matter of uh, how hot you are at a given moment. But my MVP and my other award winner in Atlanta will be just fine. So uh, I have nothing but faith in my playoff team.
0: You got anything else?
1: That's it. We appreciate everybody listened uh, in any portion. If you made it this long, again, thank you very much. And uh, we will come back to you next week. Deuces. Subscribe.